and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums, extra geographically diverse today, meet up, have a drink and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Mike, I'm drinking a Sorry Brewing Investors IPA, which is a crowdfunded craft beer, and they should be sorry about it because it tastes a bit like marzipan and babysick. It's oh. not it's not great. <laughs> oh my god, it's also seven percent. This is explaining oh, how man. this is explaining a lot of the um the, the <laughs> circumlocutory way we've gotten to the recording part of the recording today. And joining me today, we have I'm Ben Levy Griffiths, and I'm dr- drinking a Timothy Taylor's Landlord, a uh, classic pale ale, a uh, very sort of like a traditional British pale ale. Uh, yeah, quite nice, tasty. Uh, I'm Tony Conway, and I'm drinking a Sainsbury's Taste the Difference Garvey White Wine, because I'm a classy broad. Can you taste the difference? I mean, it's very nice. I I mean, I don't have any, like, control, non you know, Sainsbury's Basics Garvey to compare it against. I don't know if they do that. It's a shame. <laughs> and we have a very special guest with us today. You may know her if you're from America as being from Survivor. If you're from the rest of the world, you may know her from being from the internet, where she does lots of internet things, including the Twitches, the reviews. It's PG Law. Hi, guys. I'm PG. And uh, well, it is noontime for me here in Los Angeles. So uh, I'm having coffee, but I did make it Irish. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. Very good. Yeah, I've been so uh, you guys probably know I was on Survivor China and I was also on uh, like an all star version. It was Survivor Second Chances. But uh, I'm obsessed with escape rooms and puzzles. And recently I've been doing a lot of reviews for online virtual escape rooms for roomescapeartist.com. When the whole quarantine thing happened, every all the escape rooms were shut down. And so all of them went online. And then all of a sudden, everybody was like, give us rooms to do, give us recommendations. And so many of them came onto the market all at once um, that... So I am, I'm good friends with the people, uh, with the guys that run Room Escape Artist. And so they asked me to kind of come help them review some of the rooms. There's a whole bunch of us. It's called The Hive Mind. And uh, yeah, there's been some great ones. So go on, what are your, what are your top picks for, for bods who are staying hermit um, over, over the next couple of months? So I would say um, one of the first ones that did it really, really well was called Ready Mayor One. They're, they've been really popular. He he just. <laughs> That's just such a good title. <laughs> Googling this now. Ready Mail One. That's really good. I like that. Yeah. So so the guy's just really enthusiastic, and he has a good inventory system, and that is a live. So that's like a, a, you are in his physical escape room. So that's an avatar led wow. one. There's one called The Truth About Edith, which is less it's not in a physical escape room it's kind of like almost a virtual puzzle hunt but there's a live actor involved and so my good friend uh brian designed one called miss jezebel which i told you guys about which i think you would like it's kind of cheeky it's mature adult (laughs) themed (laughs) uh and it's got kind of a um rocky horror picture show vibe there's a live actor it's kind of a cross between immersive theater and an escape room. So there's a bunch of different, you know, different things out there. Oh, I played something else that was really cool. It was called Project Avatar. And this is a company in, um, where are they, like in the Ukraine or something like that. Mm. And um, this is kind of like playing a real life video game. So they've got an avatar, you're running around, you're, he's kicking up boxes, he's like busting down doors, and you're also solving puzzles. So that one was really cool. I highly recommend all well, of them. Hang on, so, so you, like, it's a real person running around kicking real boxes? 
It's a real person running around kicking real boxes. Like he's, yeah. This, well, this is like in the Ukraine. There, he's like in this giant abandoned building, and it's Amazing. all dark. There's all this debris. Like, and he'll do whatever you tell him to. So you're like, you know, <laughs> within within reason. We should reason. We should not play this game. <laughs> no. If, I mean, if the AI dungeon that we did the other week is anything to go by, then we definitely shouldn't do this. Oh gosh, oh, that sounds incredible. But he'll have to like find. He'll like run out of energy, and he'll find energy bars and he'll sit down and eat them so it's it's that was very high production values so I, I highly recommend all of those oh my god we're gonna have we'll put links to all of these in the show notes um because this sounds this sounds like a right playlist I, i'm concerned for the health of this person who's running around in this escape room if they've just got people yelling at them <laughs> eat the energy bar eat the ener-, but like again and again and again <laughs> that, can't that can't be good for you it goes on. It it it, it goes on for two hours. <laughs> Jesus, incredible! How many energy bars could you stuff into a man in two hours? <laughs> Please, no more kicking box. I have twisted oh Achilles God. tendon. Oh, no, no. I have no idea what the Ukrainian accent sounds like. <laughs> oh, that went from naught to racist very quickly. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ. As well as surviving slash surviving and reviewing rooms, you've also been twitching of late. I have. So um, I got super bored during this whole quarantine and all I wanted to do was play games with my friends uh, via Zoom. And I love, I'm obsessed with board games. I love games of any kind. And so uh, I just started having this Twitch where I live stream my, uh, me and my other survivor friends playing a lot of like social deduction, bluffing strategy games like Secret Hitler and Werewolf, things like that. It's, and it's it's been really fun. the The audience can sit there and play along because they don't know who has what role either. Cool. Yeah. Oh man, I haven't actually tried Secret Hitler remotely, but of course that would work. Do you do? Is there like a do you use the digital version or the? Because um, there's a version I think you can install into Discord. Oh, I don't do it through Discord, but we just use a game board that's really simple to use. It's called NetGames.io. Hmm. Oh, so it's yeah. free. They've got yeah, like all the rules for what uh, Avalon, where uh, yeah, One Night Ultimate Werewolf, Secret Hitler. They've they've got a f- quite a few games on there. <laughs> oh, I bloody love Avalon. That is such a good game as well. We yeah, we should that. come play. <laughs> I, I, I may well do that. <laughs> I've, I've, I was put off Avalon after playing it on a group holiday with a bunch of my friends from university in 2014. Uh, and one of our friends got so Avalon's like a one person's the traitor, right? This is. Yeah, it's um, right yeah, it's like it's uh, kind of like resistance, but with extra yeah. steps. Oh, maybe it was resistance. It's, it's like it's like resistance, yeah. but with a wizard. Yeah, but Emily got so you know it was resistance we were playing, but Emily got so into it that she cried when she was accused of being the traitor uh, <laughs> to make us all feel guilty for accusing her. But then it turned out she was the traitor, <laughs> <laughs> which was we were all like, "Wow, this got very weird." Yeah, um, so I'm very nervous of playing it again in case feelings get hurt. Sorry, this is just we literally just had PG on the show to um to rinse her shamelessly for for recommendations to keep ourselves amused because we're so easily bored. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm your gal. That's what I've dedicated this entire <laughs> quarantine is like amusing myself. <laughs> so, what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's an escape room, but stretching across all known themes, retail parks, city centers, and dimensions. Every room in the infinite escape room links into the next in one big, never-ending escape experience adventure. One of us will present a part of the infinite escape room, and today, it's Tony Wony, while the others try and solve it. 
If we don't escape within 30 minutes, then we'll lose, and rubbish stuff will happen to us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit. PG, what's the most precious thing to you at the moment in lockdown? Oh my god, my computer. <laughs> All right. And if we break That's anything, then uh, PG will lose her computer. Oh my god, what did I sign up for? <laughs> just toss, tossing it right into the Pacific Ocean. That's, we don't make the rules. We just right, toss computers. I will, <laughs> I will try extra hard to win. Are we ready, folks? Yes. <clears throat> yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting like... Um, a life <laughs> so busy wrapping up my computer in like a waterproof <laughs> putting a life vest on it <laughs> frantically googling how far away is england exactly from me how long will it take these madmen to get here <laughs> but, but yes I'm, I'm ready then let's enter the infinite escape room Previously on the Infinite Escape Room, the gang found themselves uh, having a very curious experience with a phone booth in the middle of the desert. They closed the adventure by dialing a cab, which pulled up mysteriously. So, are you all ready to uh, start this thing? Yes. Yes. Super. Might okay. More whiskey, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fine. Okay, so the taxi pulls away from the phone booth at a leisurely pace. Between you and whoever is driving is a black privacy screen. You roll across the dusty desert for a short time until you draw alongside a deep gorge with a thundering river running through its base. The cab takes a right turn and you begin descending the sloped side of the gorge on a winding track that leads down towards the river. You take in the interior of the cab. The three of you are sat on the wide three-seater bench to the rear of the vehicle. In front of you are the two fold-down seats common to uh, hackney carriages in the UK, and between these two fold-down seats is an LCD display showing your route. You'll follow this road down the side of the gorge, cross a bridge just at the bottom, and reach your destination, Marv's dry cleaning, immediately on the other side of the bridge. Just as you're taking this information in, you hear a bang and a sparky noise on the other side of the dividing screen. You smell smoke. The LCD screen below the divider flashes up an angry-looking warning message which reads, Automated braking circuit failure. Vehicle unable to stop without repair. Looking out the window and down the side of the gorge, you all notice that the bridge you're supposed to cross hasn't been finished yet. Oh. The tarmac doesn't reach Marv's dry cleaning on the other side. The screen in the cab tells you, Estimated time to certain doom, 30 minutes. <laughs> and we're going to start the timer. So... What oh no! Yeah, I know. <laughs> bit of so peril. We're, we're, we are in a cab barreling towards a certain death, and we need to find a way to stop it before we hit the bridge. Is that exactly. the situation? Yes. Okay. Uh, should we have a look around us in the back seat? That sounds good to me. Sure. Yeah. Is there anything sort of like uh, in particular about the seat we're sitting on? Uh, I mean, you're uh, Ben and Mike. I assume that you've both been in black cabs. In well, in fact, I know Mike. You have because I've been in a black cab with you. PG, have you, have you been in a cab in the UK before, the big black cabs that we have here? Not the black ones. Okay. So they've got like a big three-seat bench at the back, and then they've got, they're enormous, these cabs. They've got a big open space in the middle, and then there are two fold-down seats opposite. There's nothing special about the seats that you're sitting on. They've got the usual uh, uh, seat belts and, and uh, minor adjustments that you can make. The two seats across from you, uh, the one on the left, so that's the UK passenger side, is folded up and the one on the right is folded down as in someone could sit on it without having to unfold it yes exactly the one behind the driver's seat 
Can we can we take a look at the one that's folded up? Can we maybe fold it down and see if there's anything behind it? So you flip the uh, passenger side seat down and a slip of paper drops out uh, onto the floor. Uh, you pick it up and you see that it has the numbers 1897 scrawled on it. Okay. Hmm. 1897. The year, I mean, based on the age of some of these taxes, it could be the year it was made. <laughs> <laughs> they are terrifying. They're like, they basically run on coal. Um, so they've always got this like miasma of black smoke behind them. Well, not, I mean, you get the electric ones now. I've never ridden an electric, electric one. Electrical. Yeah, they've, they've come out in the last year or so, full, fully electric ones. It's Ooh. all very exciting. Should we, let's let's try folding up the seat that's folded down. Maybe there's something written underneath it. Mm. Mm. So the seat on the right, uh, you flip it up and they actually, these seats often have uh, an advertising insert on the bottom. And this one, you flip it up and uh, there is a very splashy, colourful advert underneath that says, The Infinite Cab Company, your first ride free with the voucher code ESCAPE. All in capital letters, the word escape. Interesting. Mm. Okay. And it was the Infinite Cab Company. The Infinite Cab Company, just because, you know, everything in here is infinite. <laughs> Except for this bridge we're heading towards, which is distinctly Except finite. The bridge. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> okay. So we've got kind of like two sort of interesting bits. We've got the 1897 and we've got the escape uh, code. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Um, I guess the, the the screen at the front is is presumably what we'd need to look at next. Yes. Uh, might allow us to input one of these somewhere. Indeed. So you take a look at the screen, uh, and it's got this route map uh, showing your um, inexorable <laughs> demise. And a timer in the corner that's uh, counting down time to destination at, at Merv's dry cleaning. Or Marv, sorry. Um, and in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a little gear icon. You know, like a settings icon that you would see on a smartphone or something like that. Oh, can we click on it? Absolutely. Uh, you press the uh, gear icon in the bottom right-hand corner and a dialogue pops up that says, please enter PIN to access service menu. Uh, and there is a 0 to 9 number pad uh, and space for four digits. Okay. Should we I mean, try 1897? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It would be a shame not to. <laughs> so you punch in 1897 uh, and the uh, screen flickers and refreshes and uh you are presented with a screen that says service menu at the top and you have three options journey history lower divider and initiate payment routine so i think lower divider is probably the sensible thing to do because we could probably get to the brakes in the front of the cab but the mischievous little sod in me wants to go to the (laughs) payment routine (laughs) okay what's the consensus what do you want to tap first I mean, I was I was already thinking about, ooh, what the payment do? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. okay, so you tap on the initiate payment routine button uh, and a new screen flickers up, which uh, prompts you to swipe your card down the side of the screen and enter your PIN or enter a voucher code. Uh, there is a 0-9 keypad on the screen, again, uh, in the same place that it was before with an empty input field to the right. Let's put in escape. Sounds good to me. So... It's it's not a like a alphanumeric keyboard. It's just a naught to nine keypad. Oh oh, but we okay. ah, but we know because it says it said enter voucher code. Yeah yeah. Um, but so on a naught to nine keypad, that would be three um two no three uh three seven two two uh seven three. 
Uh, so you punch in 372273. And by the way, the only uh, reason I was able to work that out is because the last episode we had a, a keypad with like <laughs> the letters on it, and it's literally just, in front of me now. <laughs> yeah, I've just seen that in the Discord. You can see my early 2000s texting skills coming in <laughs> yeah. handy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, so yeah, you punch in the number and the screen uh, flickers and refreshes again. Uh, and it says, congratulations, Michael, oh, wow. on, on claiming your free ride. The doors will unlock when the vehicle is stationary. And you continue to barrel down this hill. Oh, so we were locked in as well. <laughs> yes, the doors locked behind you. Sorry, that <laughs> happened at the end of Ben's puzzle. I, I didn't mention that. There's no diving out and barrel rolling. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be with the spirit of the thing. Yeah, strange how we didn't think of that, really. <laughs> Indeed. All right, so we have, uh, we've unlocked the doors. The, you you've started the routine for unlocking the doors. Oh, right, they are right, still right. locked because the vehicle's moving. Yeah, I would I would plead you, uh, PG, don't uh, don't do anything fancy on us because while you might be able to sort of cartwheel nicely down the hill, I don't think Mike and I would. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Ben? <laughs> Clumsy bumbling Mike would bang his fat bald head on the. Oh dear. <laughs> Just belly flop and just land and just lay there. <laughs> just smack his big shiny bumps on a rock. Um. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, let's let's uh, lower the divider. Should we? Mm. Yeah. You guys want to? Okay. So yes, you have uh, you've been taken back to the uh, service menu screen and you tap the lower divider button. Uh, and with a mechanical whir, the shatterproof plastic uh, black plastic screen between you uh, and the front of the car rolls down, and you see an automaton. It looks Ooh. kind of like a crash test dummy. Um, it's you know kind of beige plastic uh, with various markings and, and labels stuck on it. And uh, the smell of smoke is pretty strong here, and you can actually see that there is smoke wafting out of this thing's head. Oh. Uh, you you look over its shoulder, and you can see that it's actually wired directly into the dashboard from the belly button, uh, <laughs> and that the steering wheel uh, is moving independently. The arms are just sort of propped up either side of it to give the appearance of driving, and equally the pedals at the front uh, don't appear to be moving at all. There's like a direct interface uh, between this automaton and the engine itself. That's, that's terrifying. It's just like our... Yeah, I know. It sounds like our president. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was going for. Yeah, satire. Are you implying uh, that your president is like Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> well, I mean, yes. <laughs> the, the automaton with the smoke coming out, it's said, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Republican. Oh god, it's uh, just a dummy yeah. at the at the helm of the wheel. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, you're ten you're ten minutes in. Oh god. <laughs> okay. You, uh, so you said there were labels on the on the dummy. Should are there is there anything of note or significant? Uh I mean you you like they're more like uh, stickers with arrows that point to different like joints and points of, of inflection and things like that. Um, but nothing particularly, nothing that stands out. It's like safety warnings. You know, this this automaton was uh, safety tested on such and such a date. I don't know. I don't know what the timeline <laughs> inside the infinite escape room is because time's a bit flexible and weird. Uh, the seventeenth of Neverberry. Um, uh, yeah. So it's um, that's 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 all you can see. Hmm. That's your birthday, yeah. isn't it, Mike? Oh yeah, seventeenth of Neverberry. <laughs> I'm just wondering who stamps the QC mark on this thing that's clearly on fire. Well, it's probably one of the various incompetent robots in the Infinite Escape Room, because this is, I mean, many of my puzzles feature automatons and uh, sort of janky 
computer sc- touch screens. I don't, you know, <laughs> that's the theme. They're better than people. Let's be fair. <laughs> this is true. So I, I, I think that we're going to need to have a look, maybe, on the like the driver's side of this screen. But before we go over there, I'm wondering if we, um, if we sort of uh, stand up in the the sort of the limited foot space that there is in the back of the cab, are we able yep. to like lift the seat at all? Is, is there any movement in that that we could like have a look under it? The, the one that the we ben- were on, the three yeah. seats at the back. Uh, no, they're they're bolted in pretty tight. Okay, um, they're they're not going anywhere. Okay, as long as we're exploring, should we look at also um, the the roof of the car? Mm-hmm, like above yeah, uh, the ceiling is like a pretty nondescript grey plastic. Uh, there's there's not much going on up there either. How about the ashtrays? Because <laughs> most uh, most don't have ashtrays. They don't have ashtrays in them anymore. I'm afraid this is one of the new automaton-driven ones. Oh, okay. Since yeah. the smoking ban, so you're not allowed to smoke. <laughs> yeah. Only the automaton smoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the irony is that they haven't built in the ventilation system, so you're actually all slowly starting to feel slightly lightheaded because <laughs> of all the burning plastic smell that you've got. Way ahead of you. Of Way ahead robot. of you, Tony. <laughs> um. Okay, and there's no carpets or anything to look under. I guess as long as we're being thorough no. here. <laughs> no, I thought about putting something under a, a like foot mat in the bottom of it, but I decided that would be... Well, I just couldn't think of anything interesting to put under it. <laughs> so no, there's no foot carpet. There's no mats. Okay. Uh, do you guys also want to look at the journey history before we kind of start exploring the front seat? Or... Yeah, let's be comprehensive about it. Okay. So uh, you tap on journey history and a table comes up on screen. Uh, with uh, three, it's like a table with three rows on it, and there's a next button in the bottom right-hand corner. Uh, so it's got passenger uh, passenger name, it's got uh, entry coordinates that are just, you know, strings of numbers, and then, yes, so the, the names that you can see, uh, the first one is H. Carriage, uh, the next one that you can see is Victoria E. Hickle, uh, and the last one that you can see is Robert E. Pearman. Robert Robert E. Pearman. Mm-hmm. P-E-A-R-M-A-N. Pearman. Bitten by a radioactive pear as a child. He gained the power to be slightly sandy and a bit <laughs> less good than an apple. You know that, um, that pears, pears rot from the inside out. And the, uh, the the sandiness in them is the same chemical that makes wood woody. There you go, they're my pair of pear facts. That's good. I oh, rancid. I hate that you had a pair of them there. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. You I had bet you two. had three, but you were like, no, no it's not there. <laughs> oh, God. We'll put the, we'll, ben will put the third one in for the Patreons uh, <laughs> in the unedited episode. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what you've got on screen, these these names. Uh, uh, so do we just have the names, sorry? Do we have the coordinates of like where they started and... and- yeah, there's Finished. a fr- from and two, but uh, I've improvised that and haven't got numbers for them. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said it in the first place. Sorry, that's I fine. did. I did say I'm hungover. Uh, <laughs> well, that's good. That tells us the numbers aren't important. Exactly. I've been quite explicit. 
<laughs> I love how PG's getting us all on our absolute tip top. I mean, Ooh. I can string two words together. Tony's fresh as a daisy, and Ben's able to go two words without punning outrageously. <laughs> we we like we really should have done this next week when I like when I had a week off work rather than being at the end of an extremely intense period of work. Anyway, there we go. We'll, we'll do this again at some point. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm for sure. familiar with captaining sinking ships. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of sinking ships uh the the band on the titanic are definitely starting to tune their instruments because we've got 15 minutes left oh yes, no indeed. ah right okay, um, so h carriage victoria e heckle hickle hickle h-i-c-k-l-e and a robert pearman robert e pearman yes so it's victoria e hickle and robert e pearman yes hmm so H carriage, I'm guessing that's uh, perhaps Hackney carriage. Um, ah, somebody's paying attention. Um, it's not important. But I was okay. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a joke. Well, I was going to say that at the very least, I'm not sure these are any use to us right now. Um, yeah. So I wonder whether we ought to maybe go and explore the front of the cab. I distinctly, maybe the bit around the brakes, because it would seem that if there's, there's a big pedal we can just, push that'll stop the car, then brilliant. Just, just briefly, like in the. Uh, in the UI that you've kind of sussed from this uh, touchscreen, like these names look clickable, uh, like, you know, they're blue and underlined or something like that. So you, you might be able to uh, tap on them to see more or something like that. Sh shall we have a look at these first then? Yeah, yeah. Let's click on the first one. Uh, so the first one I said was H carriage. Yes. So you, you tap through and uh, there is the coordinates that you saw before. There's the fare, which was uh, $7 trillion infinite dollars. Because, well, again, what is currency? What is money? It's made up, isn't it? <laughs> and, uh, uh, yes, and then there's a section in the corner that says, send a message to customer, no messages received. Ah, that's interesting. Okay. Um, and is it the same for the next two as well? Uh, yeah, Rob, Mr. E. Pearman. So uh, you go into E. Pearman's screen, and again, you see uh, the amount of the fare and the, the start and end points, and you've got the send message to customer, and below that, there is one new message oh, from that's... customer. So you uh, tap on that, and uh, a little message screen appears in the middle, uh, and it says, left my bag in your cab after my last job, can pick up from depot tomorrow. Oh my god, Repairman. Oh, Repairman. And, and hey! um, uh, Victoria is, is vehicle. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible pun. That is wonderful. That is lovely. You don't that. have a monopoly on puns, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'd spent quite a while thinking there's going to be some sort of pickle in this somewhere where hickle and pickle <laughs> are going to be a thing. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I enjoy that. Uh, good. Yeah. Well, so anyway, let's wrap that podcast up. In. Good job, Tony. Cool. I'll see you next week, guys. <laughs> yep, yep. Thank you. So <laughs> So, sorry, can we have that message one more time, please? Yes. Uh, left my bag in your cab after my last job. Can pick up from depot tomorrow. Uh, the timestamp on the message is earlier today. Interesting. Have, having a look around, like, what we can currently see, and we're mm -hmm. still in the back, um, we don't see a bag. You don't see a bag, no. Uh, not not in, like, the, the middle bit that you're in, the bit between the trunk and the, the driver's cabin. Oh, it might be in the front. Yeah, can we hop? We go yeah, let's look? hop into the front of the the cab and uh, and see if it might be on the the front passenger's seat if they if they're allowed those. So you 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 stick your head over where the divider would have been, and uh, there's nothing there. This this whole area is like 
perfectly smooth like a Ken doll. Um, there's like literally nothing to touch, no buttons, nothing. Well, that's a disappointment. <laughs> I, I'm Some... sorry. <laughs> Sometimes uh, in in some cars you can sort of um, flip down the back of the back seats, can't you, and get into the boot or, or trunk. Sure. I, I wonder, can we? Are we able to like pull at the the backrest of the of the bench? So you uh, turn around and start sort of clambering, like, or just I want to paint the, the the mind picture that all the while that this is happening, this car is like <laughs> spinning around corners at speed. There's no way for it to slow down, and you're going downhill, so you're progressing, you're getting faster and faster. But this thing is just throwing itself around, so you're all crashing about, and somebody's probably uh, cracked a rib or something by this stage. Um, you clamber onto the uh, back bench and are looking around for a lever or something, and actually you spot that the boot uh the the trunk of this thing is visible uh from where you are and you can see a small black hold all uh at the bottom of this boot can we get access to it yes uh i guess collins is i don't ben i don't know how tall you are because we've never met him not person. very <laughs> uh no okay. collins you're you're pretty tall so you you stretch down with your uh long arms <laughs> uh yeah exactly like uh mr fantastic from the fantastic four is that what he's called this isn't important. Um, you you stretch down and uh, manage to snag one of the handles of the bag and bring it up and over onto the bench for all of you to look at. Uh, so you zip open this bag and there are uh, two things in there. There is a uh, plastic box with a label that says replacement boards on it and a like a plastic rack of screwdrivers with six uh, screwdrivers on it. Okay. Replacement boards. Um We've got 10 minutes left. I think mm-hmm. we should probably go back to the front of the cab and maybe assess the damage and work out what it is we need to fix. And maybe that'll um maybe maybe there'll be some some Ooh. apparent things in there that we can uh, suss this to. Cuz I'm wondering if, for example, if there's all those um cables going into the navel of our plastic pal Ken doll at the front. Um, which implies that there was the possibility of a big plastic phallus waiting there for us. Um <laughs> Then. Is that what we have to replace? Is that the board? It's called, it's called a it's called it's called a gear stick, Mike. Um, uh, Mike, all you've got to do is tug on the handbrake. I don't want to tug on the handbrake, Tony. I don't want to tug on the handbrake. Uh, so you, um, you, that's the only way that you can turn safely at this point. Uh, you, boom, boom, boom. you uh, take another look at the automaton, and looking more closely at this smoking head, now that some of the smoke has dispersed, uh, you can see that there's a small hole at the back, like a deep recess. Uh, with the number three etched into the plastic just above it, so you can't see what's at the bottom of this hole, but the you know it the, kind the, of goes down into the into the head. The screwdrivers that we've got, we've got six of them. Um, mm-hmm. Are they numbered? They are not numbered, but they do each have a little icon with them. Uh, so, would you like me to tell you what those icons look like? That would be useful. So there is a straight line uh, uh, next to the, like in front of the first one. The second one has a capital Y. The next one has an X. The next one has a five-pointed star, then a six-pointed star, and then a hexagon. Can't draw stars. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just had the same problem. Mine looks like Patrick from SpongeBob. <laughs> You've got seven and a half minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> PG, here's your superior escape room experience. Oh, my God. <laughs> Save us. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, let's look at the replacement boards. Okay, so you uh, crack open the top of the replacement boards box. There are uh, four PCBs, like uh, circuit boards in there, uh, all clipped into like a plastic tray. 
Um, they're all exactly the same shape and size, but they have different wiring, like different uh, processor chips and stuff like that on them uh, and resistors. Uh, and they each have a number in the corner. Uh, so going, I guess, left to right, top to bottom, the numbers are 3, 5, 12, and 22. Well, should we try putting in 3? <laughs> The, as you say, the hole that we we can see that has three on it on the uh, on the crash test dummy uh, yep. is that sort of big enough for one of these cards? No, or- it's it's a small circular hole, maybe like half a centimeter across. Oh, well, across perhaps we need to these circuit boards. Yeah, yeah, divest the plastic Peter of his um his outer shell. The Y shaped um uh, mm-hmm. screwdriver has three points. Yes, so so maybe you, you take that out and it's a trilobe screwdriver. Yeah, uh, could could we try? Like inserting that into the hole and uh, giving it sure. a twist. So you uh, apply gentle pressure with this screwdriver into the, the hole at the back of the head uh, and you turn it anti-clockwise. You can feel the resistance that tells you that it's uh, caught the head of the screw and the screw starts to come loose. Uh, after a couple of uh, twists, the automaton's head clicks open at the back with a satisfying hiss. Uh, even more smoke pours out and the smell of burning plastic fills your nostrils more accurately than ever before. Uh, as you raise the head up, you can see four circuit boards loosely connected in series inside the automaton's head. Uh, they don't, they're not like clipped down or screwed down to anything. They're just sort of linked one to the next with ribbon cables. Um, I'm going to describe the shapes. You may want to draw these. We've got five minutes. Uh, the first is a vertical rectangle with a horizontal rectangle of the same width coming out of its right side aligned to the bottom of the vertical rectangle. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, so it's like, a, like it's an L shape. It's the shape of a, it's the like shape of a set square. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the next one uh, is similarly proportioned, but instead of having just one uh, horizontal rectangle coming out, it's got three: one in the middle and one at the top as well. Okay, like an E. Uh, and this one is busted; like it's all covered in sort of burns and nasty uh, shit. Uh, and the next one is shaped like a downward pointing triangle with a smaller triangle notch cut out of the top. And the last one is a semicircle. Semicircle, which uh, which is where's the opening pointed? The oh, no, curved side is on. The, yeah, the curved side is on the left. The flat side is on the right. Oh, I draw it the wrong way around. Me too. So like okay. LEVC would be kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. So we need to replace the knackered circuit boards, I'm guessing. And there's four, by the sound of things, four chips in that. Can we take a look at our set of Oh, so I think, are they numeric? Are you translating the letters into um, their their positions in the alphabet? Oh, I hadn't thought about that. So so L-E-E-C would be like 3, 5, 12, 22. Oh, shit. The 12 will replace the C. uh, The 12 will replace the L. The 5 will replace the E, the 22 will replace the V, and then the 3 will replace the C. Yeah? So I have, uh, from last uh, episode, a guide to uh, to where all the, all the letters are in the alphabet, and you got there quicker than I did. <laughs> Amazing. You, I mean, it's a very infinite escape room solution. What did they put you through in Survivor, where you kind of just had that indexed in your brain? <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing way too many puzzle games during this embarrassing. <laughs> okay, so I mean, should we replace the whole lot or just um, the knackered uh, number five? We can start I, with I, five since we're limited. Yeah. On. let's do that one first. Yeah, cool. So you uh, carefully prise the cable connectors away from the fried board and uh, put it to the side. Uh, you lower in the board that you have picked out, which is uh, board numbered five. 
and gently push the cable connectors into its sockets. Uh, the LCD display between the two seats flickers uh, and a new message comes up which reads, New board detected. Initiating firmware scan. You wait with bated breath for a few seconds and the light above the dash of the taxi flashes green, indicating that something's gone right. Uh, the screen reads, Braking system reinstated. Enjoy your ride. And you sit back as the cab draws to a halt just ahead of the unbridge. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the timer there. With two minutes and 23 seconds remaining. Oh. Fantastic. Goodness me. The doors give a satisfying, like, clunk clunk uh, as the locks disengage, and you all bundle out of the cab, breathing a sigh of relief. Uh, the moment you close the doors behind you, the cab sputters back into life and drives itself off quite happily along the edge of the ravine at a brisk pace, presumably to collect its next fare. You see Marv's dry cleaning across the river and wonder how you'll get across there, as there's obviously something waiting for you inside. As you contemplate the crossing, you hear an increasingly ins insistent beeping from the other side of the river. As it reaches a few hundred beats per minute, you hear a click and then a boom. <laughs> As the mysterious laundrette explodes from within, <gasps> shooting debris up into the air. A lucky escape. You hear a clank to your left as a flying tumble dryer drum hits a metal door <laughs> to some kind of underground bunker a few feet away. You scrabble across the ground, hoping that whoever put you in that cab loses your trail. Mm. Damn, son. That's a hell of a handover. <laughs> I love to end with some sort of mad disaster, like the dinosaur one where the, the Spinosaurus knocked the Jeep off the cliff and I left it there. You know? <laughs> that was a bit of peril. That was fantastic. That was such a good room. Arch is doing that thing. I really enjoyed good. that. Thanks, yeah. Mark. Excellent work, gentlemen. I like I really have no idea what I'm doing with this stuff, so I'm glad that it I'm glad <laughs> that it worked. <laughs> and also, we would not have escaped in time if PG hadn't instantly grasped the indexing yeah, of that. Exactly. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, well guessed. Well, not guessed, but did you... Uh, no, you got... No, there was good teamwork all around. Absolutely. <laughs> I started oh, panicking gonna... when he said there was only five minutes. Like, what? <laughs> well, that was... I, I, I knew that the, the, the letters bit might be the most difficult part. Um, just a couple of uh, interesting bits of uh, London taxi trivia for you, uh, <laughs> as that is my home city, and this was a taxi-themed puzzle. Um, 1897 was, I believe, the first year that motorised taxis uh, were available on the London road, or at least uh, hackney carriages. But the original uh, hackney carriages weren't combustion engine-powered. They were electric. Ah, say what? Um, they had uh, electric motors of some sort, yeah, that were able to drive them around. Um, but then they were replaced with combustion ones shortly after is that different from like steam engines or steam driven no they they because like a steam engine you have to put coal in or something like that to to power it uh -huh. um, to create the heat that creates the steam that moves the pistons and with a combustion engine instead of having steam that moves the pistons you just have lots of small explosions happening in very quick succession uh timed against each other but these had a lead acid battery that turned uh, a wow. electric motor in the same kind of way that an electric car would work now probably not quite as efficiently as they do these days um so yeah that was there were about 50 of them on the road at some uh, at one point uh, and then they were replaced with motor powered ones because they were more reliable and easier to produce oh. uh, the other one is those uh letters that the circuit boards spelled out levc is the uh to bring this full circle the name of one of the companies the major company that produces hackney carriages uh which is 
recently renamed to the London Electric Vehicle Company. So when you see the electric uh, hackney carriages on the roads of London, they have the LEVC logo on them. Oh, very cool. Yeah, nice. A little bit of taxi knowledge for you there. That's very clever, old chap. Very, very clever indeed. Mercy me. Yeah, so there you go. You fancy London, are you? I've put my automaton into Discord and I, it looks horrendous. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Oh, Christ. Uh, wow. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, it looks like an angry chicken. It's got an um- umbilical cord. Well, I did mention a cord coming out of its belly button. Yeah. That's, that's on me. <laughs> In Ben's defence. Why has it got a beak? That's <laughs> its nose. <laughs> okay, we've clearly lost the that's pot. I should, probably, uh, I should probably wrap the episode up. Yeah, probably. Before oh. I do, uh, PG, is there anything you want to plug? Yes, I will plug. I'll plug a couple things. I'll plug um, roomescapeartist.com, which is the review site that I'm doing um, virtual escape room reviews for. And they're really lovely people. Uh, so you should think about having them on your podcast. Um, mm, sold. Yeah. And uh, let me see here. What else? Oh, uh, I've been bringing my Twitch game. So that's twitch.tv backslash p-e-i-h-g-e-e and that's if you want to watch me playing these you know social deduction games and um i'll just plug uh what else my handles on all my social media is also my first name so at pg p-e-i-h-g-e-e oh, well thanks so much for joining us today pg and yeah i think we'll uh, we'll hit up the uh, the room escape artist bods uh, and see if we can't uh, have them on it's been absolutely ha- lovely having you on thank you so much for running this room for me this was really fun so uh, tune in next week to find out what happens with this spooky bunker thing and who the hell's trying to blow up dry cleaners slash possibly us. Do they have a grudge against dry cleaners or us? Who knows? Anyway, now the outro. So thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes and at our website www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, and we really rather hope you did, we'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a big old help in reaching new audiences. Or if you're really cool and a little bit, you know, a little bit naughty, a little bit, you know, a little bit crazy guy, maybe join us on the old Patreon, uh, where we've got bonus content, uh, unedited stuff, loads of different tiers, um, and it, you know, helps us out uh, with continuing to produce and host the podcast. Or alternatively, uh, perhaps you could uh, have brass knuckles made of our RSS and go around punching bad guys so that when the police go to pull them in from the lamppost you've tied them to in your vigilante ways, they see our web address uh, imprinted backwards on their forehead. You're, you're going to need to set up a bitly link or something like that because there's no brass knuckles big enough to, to, to accommodate the entire URL. We love you lots and we'll see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye now. Ta-ta. Bye, love you, bye. Bye.